welcome to Famicast 62, your Famicast for the middle part of August 2015. I'm your host, Danny Bivens, and today I'm joined by Mr. James Charlton. Who is this? Uh, <laughs> Hi, Danny. It's yeah. been a while. It, it has, it really has. Um, and also, sitting on his right, is Mr. Ty Sugart. Put me in the ginsei. <laughs> Will do. Uh, unfortunately, Sai, he's not here today. He's actually out on a vacation, and uh, he'll probably be joining us on the next episode. But Fired. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, you know, I, I listened to the last episode and stuff, and you, I thought you guys did a great job, and I really want to thank Seren for uh, coming in and being a part of it, too. Really, really fun show to listen to. And, you know, Sai obviously thinks that vacation is more important than the Famicast. Not that I would ever do a thing like that, but... <laughs> <laughs> Danny, where were you last episode? Yeah, actually, I was in America. Actually, when you guys were were doing the show, I think uh, I, I started listening to it a little bit. I was over at my mom's house, and and then I I don't know. I thought I was probably kind of annoying everybody, so I just turned it off. <laughs> but, but oh, no. right, the live episode, right? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I had. A lot of time on the airplane, and then just a lot of time in the past couple of days, just trying to get caught up with sleep and all that. And that really isn't going so well because I'm actually pretty tired right now too. <laughs> but um, well, I, I hope the second marriage uh, lasts longer than the first one. <laughs> didn't didn't last very long, did it? Just a yeah. couple of months, right? <laughs> That's right. Already getting married again. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this for you guys out there that is not true. Don't listen to this guy. <laughs> but yeah, we got another good show for you guys today. Lots of cool games to talk about. Some, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. And uh, uh, lots of news and stuff going on too that we're going to touch on. Uh, charts, all that good stuff. So uh, I'll tell you what, we're going to go ahead and take a quick musical break right now. And we'll be back with some new business. So I'll go ahead and kick us off with new business here today. Um, I don't know if you guys were aware. I don't think you guys mentioned this on the last show, but uh, <laughs> there's, there's, lo- there's lots of things we didn't mention. <laughs> nah, I, I, yeah, it's, like I said, I thought it was fine, except for this thing that I'm about to tell you about that you didn't mention. No. Um, Please so, enlighten us. Yes. So at the end of the last month, you know, Square Enix was having all sorts of crazy announcements. You know, you guys talked a little bit about Dragon Quest Eleven. Um, which we'll talk a little bit more about in this episode as well. Um, one thing that they had announced at the time, too, is, well, as you know, Dragon Quest X is on all sorts of different platforms. Uh, it's on the Wii, it's on Wii U, PC, like phones, <laughs> you know, stuff <laughs> like that. And um, they, they announced that they were going to allow gamers on 3DS to get a free demo version for, I think it was like, you get to play for something like three hours. And so I heard about that when I was over in America, and I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to check this out when I go back to Japan. So I finally did that today. <laughs> and uh, first I went on the eShop because, you know, hey, there's a demo, right? You should just be able to go to the little segment that says, you know, demos and download something. That That's what logic dictates. Am I wrong? <laughs> but uh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was completely wrong because it's not on the eShop like that. You actually have to 
there's a special email address or some kind of like an online form that you put in your email address, and then they have to send you like a download code, which then you go to the 3DS eShop and download it that way. <laughs> kind of <laughs> asinine. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so I did that, and, you know, you know, it didn't take any time at all. I had my code, then I downloaded the game. And, you know, one thing to keep in mind about the 3DS version of Dragon Quest X, this is not something that is running natively on a 3DS. Right. This is it's, this game, <laughs> right. yeah, right, is streaming over the Internet, you know, your Wi-Fi connection to your 3DS. <laughs> so This has been a long-running uh, topic on the family cast, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's like you have to... You have to pay for the service to pay for the service to play the game, right? Right, basically. It's like game inception. Yeah, it's it's pretty bizarre. And I, since I knew that it was at least semi-free for a couple of hours or whatever, I figured, <laughs> you know, I figured I'd just go for it. I think, <laughs> you know, I, when I initially started out the game, I think they said something like, maybe I, I was I was kind of just going through real quick. I think it said either, hey. Do you, because the game, if you buy it at retail, which is like a box with nothing inside of it, right. <laughs> it, it gives you, you get some kind of like a car, uh, ticket where you can, you know, basically have, uh, what the heck am I trying to say, time to play the game and stuff, you know, right. um, like a 30-day ticket or 60-day ticket or something, and the game's packed with one of those, but I think it was asking if I had that, and I didn't, so I just, you know, went on, but, you know, it's, it, I noticed even right off the bat, it was kind of weird because it took even just to get the opening, the honest-to-God opening menu where they actually start controlling stuff loaded up. It took, I don't know, probably between 20 to 30 seconds before you're actually into the streaming part of the game. Hmm. So that was kind of, I don't know, a little troubling. (laughs) You're You're playing this on new 3DS, right? Yes, on the new 3DS. And, you know, of things that I've read on, like, Amazon, because that's about the only place it seems you could find any information about the 3DS version of this game. <laughs> Amazon customer reviews, <laughs> you know, in Japanese. So it's, you know, there's not really a lot to go by. So, um, but, yeah, you know, I started up the game, and uh, it's pretty easy uh, to get started up. You have to create your character, and you can uh, choose between, like, a, a male or female, and then, like, a, a boy or, like, a girl or a man or a woman. And then, you know, there's a couple different things you can uh, uh, edit and stuff and whatever. Then you get started with the game. Um, you know, there's... I, I'm not exactly sure if this is, like, the original, original release of Dragon Quest X or if this is, you know, the new story type of stuff. I would imagine it's probably pretty bare-bones since it's free. <laughs> um, so is it like... you Did you literally start the game, like, as if you had purchased... You know the the game, but instead of having thirty days, you got three hours. As far as I know, and they're so you, really you, you create a character that's now saved on the server. You could actually log in again if you decided to, if you went mental and you decided to buy this game. <laughs> yeah, you could yeah, actually I, continue. Yes, I can, and I, I guess I still can now because I only played for like forty five minutes or an hour, so I should still have some time to if I want to go back oh, and play okay. some more. So um, it's literally like every every minute is I, deducted off. I guess, but then there's really no counter for that stuff too. I mean, I, I don't know. I think I'd like read this. I didn't read like the the three hour thing directly from Square Enix's website. I've read this from some other site that translated it. So I, I mm. maybe they're wrong. Um, but an what, what I would what I would guess is that it's three hours from that from that point, isn't it? Because 
if you think about it, when you get the, the download ticket, it's 30 days from when you start, right? Right. So it's probably three hours from when you start. I guess that makes sense. And I could probably try Letter Tonight and see if that's if that holds true. And if it is, well, <laughs> I guess I'm not playing Dragon Quest X anymore on 3DS. <laughs> I got my hour out of it or whatever, so I'm good. You know, um, with the, the announcement that Dragon Quest X, you know, is coming to the NX, you know, mm-hmm. and people are like, you know, finally, you know, it might come to the West and stuff. What in the history of Dragon Quest X has given anyone the hope that this is going to be translated? <laughs> it is the most unimport friendly, you know, most Japanese, you know, IP blocking, screw all whiteies. <laughs> oh, this is only for Japanese people in Japan, you know, game I've ever seen. It's ridiculous. Right. The, the, even the fans have started to translate it. That's the only. That's to show that there's literally nothing in English to, about Dragon Quest X. I mean, right. Square Enix would be happy if no one outside of Japan knew about this game. Right. I mean, even when you're creating your name, you can't even put it in, like, you know, English characters and stuff. You can only do it in, like, hiragana or katakana. That's it. <laughs> um, at least on the 3DS version. I, I can't really speak to any of the other versions. But, um, you know, just some... Uh, yeah. But uh, just some kind of quick impressions I had of the game. I mean... When you start it up, there's you know there's some cutscenes and stuff, and it looks like you're kind of watching a Wii game that's not quite you know DVD quality <laughs> <laughs> streaming, and it's 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 very it's just weird because it's it's kind of, it's a little bit grainy and sometimes it's a bit choppy even just for like cutscenes and stuff, um, the parts where you're not even actually controlling it, and um, when you actually start to control it, I mean on the bottom screen they have if you if you're not playing with a new 3DS. Uh, it has like t- touch screen buttons for like ZR and ZL, <laughs> right, and it has like a that. touch screen thing for the C stick. Also, I mean, I, you know, I could I found that I could use them if I wanted to, but it, that's kind of you know stupid since I have the buttons anyway. But, well, it does it does work with the new 3DS buttons. Yes, yes, oh, that's good. Well, at so, least they did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and th- this is like this is like version 1.1 or something. I mean, this just came out last year in, like, September on 3DS, so it's not been out on 3DS for a real long time. But, yeah, I mean, it it wasn't as bad as I had expected it to be. I mean, from what everybody was saying, this is just the worst piece of garbage that you'll ever play in your life because of the streaming. I think I said that several times. (laughs) (laughs) Of the people that I've I've heard that allegedly played it on Amazon, (laughs) I mean, they're saying it's just terrible and whatnot. In a way, it's kind of like um, PlayStation Now or that other, what was it called, Gaikai or the other thing that that died. That (laughs) that became PlayStation Now. What What was the other one? Uh, not oh yeah, that's another thing that died, but that's totally different. <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? The streaming I, yeah. thing. Back in the day, like this is before PlayStation, you know, before Sony oh, had it, like, um, stuff, right? On live, on live. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's it's kind of like that, isn't it? In a way. Uh, maybe. I mean, because yeah, li- literally this this service is for streaming this game, and I, I'm a, I, like I said, I think it does the streaming on like uh, smartphones and then 3ds, and you know, it's for a first try. For, the, for Square to do this, and I, they had, I remember seeing some kind of partner that they had listed in the credits in the game or whatever when it was loading up, but I mean, for first try, this isn't, this isn't bad, and considering that, you know, obviously, I don't think the 3DS can put output graphics as good as kind of what you find in Dragon Quest X, so this is kind of a sneaky way around that, 
but no, Dragon Quest Eleven looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But I mean, this but, is like yeah. console level, you know, graphics on a 3DS downgraded, <laughs> <laughs> like just like a yeah. as seen through a QuickTime movie from 2002. Right. It's like copying a you know a DVD to VHS or something. It's <laughs> <laughs> sold. <laughs> Yeah. But, you know, things like, you know, you can't play it outside of the house. That's the weird yeah, thing. Exactly. Like, you know, street passing or anything. You couldn't even oh, yeah. do this. The, the offline single-player mode right. wouldn't, wouldn't even... Because you have to be online to play the offline single-player game. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's complete exactly. nonsense. Yes, I mean, even whenever you have the game loaded up, you can't do... If you try to press the home button, it says, like, nope, I'm not going to let you do that. And you have to basically save the game... You know, and then exit out of the streaming part, or just you know, freaking hard kill it or something. Um, I can't let you do that, Dave. <laughs> yes. yes, but you know, like I said, it, it is a little bit wonky sometimes when you're controlling. Sometimes there's jitters and stuff. Sometimes you get a message saying stuff like, "Hey, your network's unstable." <laughs> you know, stuff like that. You know, there's quite a bit of pop up from time to time. Well, from time to time at least, and and then. Yeah, the map, uh, first one's looking at the map, like, you're looking at the, you know, 3DS screen, and this is something that would usually be displayed on a TV in better resolution, so you see, like, this little tiny map in the corner of your 3DS screen, it's like a little circle, and there are little dots and stuff in there, and you could barely see it, but I, I found out later that you can actually press a Y button, and there's, like, a bigger map that's actually really useful, then you could actually filter out things, and you could find people, like, if you're in a village like I was, you could find particular people, find particular areas of the town, and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, and then I, I went also just went out in the field and did a couple of battles, and, uh, I mean, you know, like I said, it worked fine, a little bit kind of glitchy, but, uh, you know, it, it works. I might try it out, because, you know, I've never played a Dragon Quest game in my yeah. life. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think the first seven came out in Europe. Um <laughs> I could be wrong about it, or maybe the first six or something like that. And maybe not until the, the DS remakes, kind of like how Final Fantasy. Right, worked. right. Ty, have you played any Dragon Quest games? Uh, uh, I played Dragon Quest 1. Mm -hmm. That's it. You know, cool story. When I was back in America, I found Dragon Quest 1, a.k.a. Dragon Warrior, Dragon Warrior. for <laughs> like two bucks. <laughs> so I bought it. Um, oh, I thought you were talking about back when you were little. <laughs> oh, no, no. This is just like, you know, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> so, right, was, right, was, okay. so you got the card. Like, the box? Just, just the card? No, of course not. The, it's America. All the boxes are, you know, <laughs> they were destroyed years ago. In the grinder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. And it works? Uh, I don't know, because I... Don't, I uh, you should get one of those, um, you know, Famicom, uh, like, fake Famicoms that play everything. Right, right. I'm th thinking about it. Kind of expensive. Yeah. But at, at any rate, you know, back to Dragon Quest X Online on 3DS. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a way that you can play this game, but if you want to play this game, there are a lot better avenues out there that you can take to do this. Assuming you have Japanese systems, can read Japanese. Uh, you know, there's just a couple of prerequisites. <laughs> in have have your... Japanese blood. <laughs> yeah. Isn't, so. isn't it weird that it's coming to the NX? I mean, they're still expecting it to be around in, like, a couple of years. I mean, if you think about Final Fantasy XI, I mean, that was around for years. I mean, not, like, a major part, 
you know, in people's faces, but I mean, the community was going for a really long time, and that was making Square tons of money, like, over are, the years. Are MMOs usually, like, are they, like, Japan-only MMOs, like, like Dragon Quest X? It just it seems so weird for such an internationally recognized brand to be locked to one region, you know. Yeah, I, I would imagine there probably are, probably stuff that you or I, time, might want to play. <laughs> um, Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I could just, you know, if you just think about Japan and just some of the weird shit you can find in Akihabara, I bet somebody made some kind of a, you know, cheap-ass MMO based on some schoolgirl's underpants, you know, or whatever. <laughs> Wasn't like Fantasy Star, like the two or whatever, two online or whatever the newest kind of one that people want to come to the West, but but hasn't. Yeah, yet. I saw posters up in town actually today hmm. for Fantasy Star Online Three. Hmm. I mean, is so that that's Japan real. Only? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I think Chris Ward came out of the West, but probably not. Um, well, I guess maybe there's some like you know, Western MMOs that you know don't have Japanese support. <laughs> Thinking about it in the other direction. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I think more Japanese people speak English than, you know, you know, English people speak Japanese, right? Yeah. It's a, it's a bit of an unfair advantage to have there. Right. I mean, I, I imagine the, the menus and everything are pretty heavy, like kanji, right? For Dragon Quest? For, for the, yeah, Dragon Quest X. That Actually, no. Well, on the 3DS at least. Like, say they have to change, like, I, I can't. I don't remember the exact like terminology for it, but basically, like the the text and stuff on the 3DS version is completely different than what you find on like the Wii on the Wii Wii U PC and stuff. This like just stylized stuff that I guess the 3DS can handle, or something that's like based on like the 3DS's memory or something. So, and what they do, and this might be intentional because they've done this before, but I mean, all the stuff in the menu is like hiragana. Like, okay. but when you're doing like conversations, there's you know kanji and stuff coming up all over. Though. But yeah, anyway, that doesn't mean anything to people who can't speak any Japanese. <laughs> maybe someone like um, Johnny Metz, who likes Dragon Quest, but you know can't speak Japanese, so right. he would probably want to play it. But the doctor, you'd think he'd be able to know Japanese by now. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, don't speak ill of the dead. He's not, <laughs> he's not. He's not dead, but he's no longer podcasting <laughs> on the NWR. <laughs> right. More on that later. Yes. But, um, yeah, I mean, that, that pretty much does it for me, though, guys. I mean, Dragon Quest X, <laughs> don't play it on 3DS. Coming it... soon to nowhere near you. Yeah. James, yeah, actually, I'd be curious to hear what you have to say about it if you try it out, just okay. to gauge your response. So I'll, I'll make the three the, the three necessary accounts to get on to get this code. <laughs> <laughs> no. We were talking about this on um, A4, like, about how Japanese companies love to kind of, you know, you get a code to get access to a website to put in another code, which then gives you the code that you need to put into the game <clears throat> to unlock something. Right. Oh, trust me. I was expecting the worst because I was expecting, okay, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get this demo or whatever. Then I'm probably gonna have to sign in to Square Enix's website, you know, with some account thing that I made three years ago, and then I have to create a Dragon Quest account. But I actually, I didn't have to do any of that. It just logged into my Nintendo Network ID at some point, and then that was it. Um, okay. So, yeah, pretty painless. Surprising. I'll give it, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> cool. If my parents are in town. <laughs> Let's cross our fingers. All right, well, that's going to do it for me, so we'll take another quick break and be back with some more new business. 
right, and Ty is going to continue on with new business here. Yeah, I've been playing all these uh, classic Nintendo games on the Nintendo Xbox Virtual Console. (laughs) (laughs) Hyper! Where the Xbox One has more Nintendo 64 games than the Wii U Virtual Console. It's very true. People can ins- insert their disclaimer there. Except in Wii mode, where another traditional 20 games are also available. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know, we know, just trolling. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I've been going going nuts, mostly on Battletoads and Blast <laughs> Pour. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Blast yeah. Pour, baby. Cool. Yeah, uh... I played Blast Core enough to get all the achievements, which is, like, full clear everything and get a platinum medal. Wow. You may remember the, the platinum medals are Ridiculous. super brutal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, you got have to get platinums on everything or just one? Just one, and then that's all the achievements. Oh, okay. okay, okay. So right. that's not too unreasonable. That's not, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All, uh, yeah, I'm glad they didn't do the all platinums thing. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty rough. I, I know some small differences between the Nintendo 64 version for some reason. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, uh, first thing I noticed is they, they fixed the bug where you can exit a vehicle and if a building occupies the space that your little guy is going to occupy when he comes out of the vehicle, it'll get knocked down. <laughs> now it doesn't. Oh. So you you could basically cheat your way through a couple of the hard levels that way. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that cheat. So you could bring down like a massive building with a little guy, just right. Clip, clip yeah, there, there's it. like a a couple levels where you have to do all this puzzle bullshit to blow up a big building with uh with the black TNT crates. Hmm. But on the Nintendo 64 version, you could just like pull right up, <laughs> hold Z for a couple seconds, and knock the building down. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, so that was an easy platinum on like two levels at least. Hmm. So that no longer works. I, I can't help but think maybe they fix that on, like, the, the PAL region, maybe. I don't know. Uh, how, I how, does it, I'll say, how does it look compared to what you remember of the game back in the day? Uh, it looks the same. Okay. Is it, it's, is it up-resed and stuff? I, I don't remember if that was the thing. Um, maybe. Okay. It's not <laughs> okay. extraordinarily pretty. Like, is the that text... The textures are still like Nintendo 64 hot garbage. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of charming, really. Yeah, yeah, I like that stuff. Um, you can't yeah. make out what anything is supposed to be. It's so blurry. <laughs> yeah, it, the, it doesn't seem that blurry. It might be sharper, if anything, but I haven't done a side by side comparison. They've all got like, is it optional borders? You can put it like inside like a CRT TV kind of border, right? Maybe I haven't tried that. Okay, I've seen some. I, I just played with the default. It's got like the Blast Core artwork bezel. Okay. okay. I've seen some the... where they, they kind of warp it like a CRT TV, so it's kind of curved. On yeah. The it, yeah. Capcom had that feature in a bunch of their re-releases on Xbox Live. I remember that. It's not for me though. Not not okay. the mode I prefer. Okay. Um, yeah. and Presentation also, wise, it's pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah, I like it. Uh, actually, Blastcore in particular had a lot of problems with freezing up. Uh-huh. I, there, w- there was a, a patch that went out, and it freezes up a lot less, but it still happened to me a couple times. Okay. Hmm. 
So that's a thing. Hmm. And, and apparently it's just Blast Core. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, well, thank God in this day and age, you know, they can fix that type of stuff with time. But, yeah, yeah. if this is an N64 cart, too bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, running on a friggin' Xbox. It's like, you know, what kind of trickery magic is this? Right? <laughs> yeah, like, how can this even happen? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, so in Killer Instinct Gold, mm-hmm. if you pick Tusk, you do his uh, fierce kick uh, shadow move, he launches into space. <laughs> so I, I want to know how that happened. Yeah. Yeah, Ty, this is on your YouTube channel. You captured it, right? Um, it's on my Xbox Live uh, feed. What? Uh, I linked it up on my Twitter. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. Like, like Xbox Live has an activity feed, kind of Facebookish, mm-hmm. where you can just post your screenshots, videos, or even just posts. Mm-hmm. So it's like so me- like Mevas. <laughs> I guess. Right. Operationally, it feels just the same as Facebook. Okay. Yeah. So and you, you said there's Killer Instinct Gold, which is Killer Instinct 2 for the N64, but there's no Killer Instinct 1. They didn't get the yeah. SNES. I guess the SNES version is the only console one, right? Oh, yeah. I, oh, the Game Boy version. <laughs> oh, yeah. Forget that. That's oh, real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had the... I chose the music for that for um, Radio Trivia one time. Yeah, it's good music. Um, there has been some murmurs about you know additional DLC games, so nice. maybe some more will come out. I, I was kind of hoping for Battletoads and Battle Maniacs. That would be a good addition, I think. It's like I want to spend more time with that game. I never really gave it a proper go. Hmm. Oh, speaking of Battletoads, guess who's the the world record ho- holder for the Turbo Tunnel Survival. <laughs> James Charlton? No, it's me. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, 31 minutes. This is the endless runner thing that they put inside, right? Yeah. Nice. Unless somebody's beaten it in the last day, I haven't checked. Did you did you sign up with Twin Galaxies and have them confirm this? And now you're in the ranks of Billy Mitchell and Steve Weeby <laughs> and stuff. Oh God. <laughs> no, I, I think my Xbox Live leaderboard place will speak for itself. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So that's fun. That's a really cool and fun feature, just doing uh, <laughs> Turbo Tunnel over and over again. Hmm. So how did they modify it? Like, they just kind of made it loop? Yeah, it just loops. That all, That's all there is to it. <laughs> Does it get harder, or is it just the same <laughs> for 30 minutes? It's the same over and over. But that's hard enough, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would say it gets harder as you go on because the pressure builds. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because, you know, most bullshit iOS, you know, uh, endless runner games get progressively harder, right? So you're supposed to spend money to pay for bullshit to get you past the you know, the bullshit that they throw at you, right? But this is right. just straight-up NES balls-hard programming. <laughs> yep. Intact. Yep, it's just Turbo Tunnel, straight up. I was talking with some of my uh, Japanese friends about Battletoads. One guy said, uh, the Japanese version is very difficult, but the American version is impossible. <laughs> <laughs> you might remember the Japanese version of Battletoads. If you can find it, it's a bit easier. <laughs> hmm. I wonder, okay, 
Ty, do you know if they are going to be releasing Rare Replay here in Japan? Uh, I think they did. Wow. In any case, a lot of my Japanese friends are playing it. Okay, because I wonder if it's the Japanese version. Is it the, the American versions of the stuff? or? Well, I guess it would have to be the Japanese versions then, huh? Well, it wouldn't have to be. I mean, the system has no region locking to speak of. Um, I, meant, I meant just like for language stuff. For... Blast Doza. Yeah, um, they, they all seem to be playing the, the English version. Okay, okay. Maybe, maybe, or like, maybe the interface is in Japanese, but like all the ROMs are in English. Okay, okay. Can you, can you imagine them translating that song in the intro? <laughs> Into oh yeah, that's a mess. <laughs> that's a mess? You, know, you don't like that? <laughs> uh, mm, I, I'm undecided. <laughs> I'm on the fence about it. So it might be one of those songs I grow to like, ironically, like the DK rap. <laughs> Nothing ironic about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> are there any other games in uh, Replay that you've been playing? Um, I, I've been just kind of skimming over some of them for achievements. Mm-hmm. Mm, I haven't really gone hard on any yet. I might go for Jet Force Gemini or Conquer or something next. Oh, Got to be Jet Force Gemini. That's my second favorite. Yeah, I yeah. heard they I heard they had patched something with that was wrong with that too. I the guess controls, like the, yeah. right, yeah, something with the controls. So it seems like it's it's supposed to be a lot better now. They have a quote unquote modern control scheme now. <laughs> <laughs> it now plays exactly like Gears of War. Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I played a whole lot of co-op with that back in the day. It's so good. One guy's the yeah, robot. Fun. Uh, yeah, one, one guy's the, the main guy. Yeah. <clears throat> I picked that up not too long ago, actually on the N64 here, and I was playing it and stuff, and, ah, oh, man, it's pretty rough. <laughs> what's, it co- what's it called in Japanese? Is it the same? What, oh, man, what is it called? It's, it's like Gemini Twins or something. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, Star, yeah, yeah. Star Twins, maybe? Star Twins, Yeah, something maybe. like that. It's, yeah, kind of weird. <laughs> but same, you know, same exact game, just in Japanese. But... Neat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, what, um, what do you, Danny, you've got it on the N64? Because you have a working N64, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess it's just because uh, you you think as a third-person game, you're kind of used to it controlling a certain way, but, you know. Right. I mean, this very... is early third-person shooter-y type of games, but there's, like, you know, a lot of platforming type of stuff involved at times, so I don't know. It's just kind of a weird... <laughs> A weird creation. I mean, it's cool. I thought it was a really cool idea back in the day, but playing did it recently just. Did anyone ever beat the boss, the last boss? No, I, I didn't. Did. Yeah, I only owned this game for like three years. So. <laughs> hmm. No, I could do. I could get everything in that game, but I just couldn't beat that last boss. It was just freaking impossible. I mean, just like unbelievably harder than anything else in the game, hmm. and just some really cheap like energy sapping moves that he does that you just very very hard to avoid or not get hit completely by it's kind of mm. like ridiculous that but sounds like, like a challenge to me <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's one uh, of those like you, you don't get much like invincibility frames it's kind of and you actually don't even know when you're getting hit <laughs> it's, it's, it's not like you know you there's an animation of when you get hit you just kind of like flash a bit and then you you know, your energy is just getting zapped down to zero without you realizing. It's kind of weird. Huh. Yeah. yeah, okay. So maybe I'll do that. 
<laughs> I'll I've lay been... down the gauntlet for you there. Yeah, I've kind of had a hankering for Banjo-Kazooie, though. That might be my next one. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Or maybe I'll just play, you know, like Jetpack or whatever. We'll see. <laughs> what about what about the fact that you have to re- you have to download a lot of these separately? Is that true? Yeah, it it kind of works like a bundle. There's like uh, there's like six games that are kind of outside a rare replay. But if you already had, they're, they're the games that were on the Xbox 360 previously. So they're not on the disc. <clears throat> uh, well, I've never bought a disc version of the game any, anyway. Uh, of any any right, Xbox right, right. One's game, but yeah, I heard they're not on the disc. Okay, huh. you have to connect and get the hookup. But if you have save data, you can transfer them over, which is nice. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Not, none um, of which uh, Nintendo would have done. If, let's say, in a parallel universe, you know, Rare is still... No, you would Nintendo. have to rebuy the game straight up. <laughs> yeah, these would all have been trickled out on the VC, um, if at all, <laughs> for, for, you know, for the same price as every other VC game. Right. For a grand, to- grand total of, you know... That's rough. Um, So I want to tell you guys a short story about uh, some region fuckery. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, you you might remember I coined this term like a year ago when I was talking about things that games do on certain region consoles. Oh, Resident Evil, right? Yeah. Like weird stuff would happen on the same disc, depending on which uh, region you plugged it into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just remember so, the head the head exploding thing. That's yeah, it. that's one. And the yeah. title screen changes, that sort of stuff. So, I was playing uh, Borderlands. There's the, the two-pack that got released for Xbox One. Mm-hmm. And, alright, get this. Even though my region, uh, or my language setting is English, this particular game displays all the achievements in Japanese. <laughs> bizarre. Yeah, it Japan? is bizarre. Yeah, so I, I tried to Google this problem and I also sent some tweets to Xbox support, who is less than helpful, by the way. <laughs> well, did you do Xbox support or support? Uh, it was <laughs> Support is the parody account. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I should tweet them in the future. They'll probably be more help. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> so I did some googling. A lot of people around Europe have the same problem. It's uh, it pulls the achievements uh, from servers online, mm-hmm. and it's based on your IP address, which mm-hmm. you know makes zero sense. So if I'm on my proxy, like they'll show up in English. Mm-hmm. So that's a super annoying thing that. I guess a relatively small number of Xbox One users have to deal with. <laughs> yeah. Well, all two of you in Japan definitely have that problem. <laughs> yeah, but you know, most of the posts I found about this problem were for people in Europe. Hmm. Oh, yeah. What? Hmm? What do you mean? Yeah. So, like, it's showing up in like French if somebody's like a British guy in France, and it's showing up yeah. in French, that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. <clears throat> so. Uh, that's annoying. Only certain games do it. Like, this is the first game that's done it to me. Hmm. So, I'm well, mildly inconvenienced. <laughs> yeah, they work. They it's, work. I mean, it think just about, works. 
region locking, you know, on Nintendo systems, and this is nothing. Yeah, the, the, this is small potatoes. That's why it's <laughs> fuckery. Yeah. Right. And it would be nice if they address this in a way that makes sense. The rest of the game is in English, right? Like nothing else changes? Yeah. Yeah, the, the game is in English. When the achievements pop on screen, they're in English. <laughs> it's like when I browse the list, they're all in Japanese. <laughs> yeah, and Xbox support's advice was to buy systems and games for the regions <laughs> you're in. Well, that could be the official one or the joke one. It's hard yeah. to tell. <laughs> and uh, that doesn't make any sense <laughs> at all. Please understand. <laughs> uh, alright so let's wrap that up for me well I watched the Mortal cool. Kombat X story mode on YouTube that was fun <laughs> cool. still not buying that game because the game with bad net code is an incomplete product <laughs> cool put right, me in well, the jinsei <laughs> on that we'll go ahead and take another quick musical break and James will go ahead and finish off new business for us oh yeah All right, and we're back, and James is going to go ahead and finish off new business for us. Um, yeah, so I, at the beginning of uh, this month, I would have put Mario 3D World as my game of the year so far. <clears throat> I was um, old. Oh, old, exactly, <laughs> even though it didn't come out this year. That you know, <laughs> I very rarely have games that come out that year and then, you know, announce it as my game of the year. You know, it's like <laughs> more like game of last <laughs> two years ago or whatever, right? But I'm happy to say that I got Splatoon, as I have been alluding to the past mm-hmm. couple of episodes. I said I would buy it when the the 2.0 patch came out, and I did that. I actually got it in advance of that, so it would arrive on the day of the patch, and it pretty much worked out like that, actually. I got it um, the day before the patch. So I played it one day, uh, on the old uh, patch, like the one point whatever, mm-hmm. with the you know without the friend, um, the private matches and everything. And it was just like a small update. I think it was on like sixty megabyte update for that um, when I first bought the game. And that unlocked all the you know the weapons and match uh, uh, maps up to that point. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Had a good night's play with that. You know, got up a few levels um, playing with people online, and then the next day the big update hit and that was like maybe about 300 megs so it was a big it was a big but not that big i was expecting more than that right and that unlocked you know the private matches and this there are squad uh, matches and everything like that and you know a few more maps and uh, all sorts of other cool stuff which um i wouldn't really know because i hadn't <laughs> really been playing the game for <laughs> very long but um yeah it was like it was a a lot of content you know there from day one for me so i was very happy and i felt like the game was now complete enough which is why i waited up to that point you know? sure and you know i've been playing it every single night since i got it um i've had it for about yeah like a week now and uh i'm up to like rank 14 level oh, 14 on online you're going harder than me i mean i don't know <laughs> it did it and maybe this is something that was addressed in 
this is probably kind of a stupid question, but it seems to me now that leveling up is quicker than what it was before. Well, yep. it, zero to ten is slow because you can only play the regular, you know, the tough matches, that's, right? The, that's all I play. That's all that's, I play. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's all you can play until level ten, right? Um, so yeah, I worked out that you know rollers are the way to go because um, you get points based on how much pain you put down. Right. And you know, lots of people by now, you know, they're super pros at like snipers and uh, other weapons. <clears throat> so you know, I would just like in the first few level, first few ranks that I was going up, I would just like, you know, I'd stay back, I'd paint like all the base, and I'd you know paint our half of the map basically. You know, right. get a few kills now and then, but not going crazy on full attack, you know. And, uh, you know, trying to work out as many, <clears throat> you know, techniques and strategies as, as I could, but, you know, kind of playing it a bit safe, and, you know, and that kind of helped me climb the ranks kind of quickly. And then as I learned a few strategies, um, I switched weapons up, you know, I started using, like, um, the machine guns and the snipers and everything. <laughs> and, yeah, got to rank 10, and that's when the... Um, the uh, what do you call it? the ranked Rank, battles ranked yeah. unlocks at level ten, mm -hmm. and whoa, whoa, they are way different because it's not tough. Boy, uh, you know, right. painting doesn't really matter. It's all about well, there's two. There were two. There's now going to be an additional one uh, in a couple of days. Uh, the the tower control one and the um, the the splat zones, like a basically right. a zone defense one, right. which is my favorite, by the way. I'm not a huge fan of the tower one. It's um, it's kind of a bit hectic, <laughs> hmm. and you know, uh, it's a lot harder. Everyone is very good. You know, probably at least twenty level twenty. You know, you don't have to be level twenty, but most people are right. <laughs> in the rank matches. They're crazy good. And the cool thing is, like, if you win a rank match, you get like whatever the points you've got. Personally, you know, maybe you get like what seven eight hundred points, and then you get a bonus of one thousand eight hundred. Oh wow! Okay. So you only need to win like maybe five or six matches, and you're going to go up a level. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. crazy, right? But the problem is, if you lose, you get zero. Yeah. Like a big fat zero, unless it's a, a very close match. Um, you do get like a little bit. Maybe you'll get two hundred, three hundred points right. or something like that. And for, for me, that's what kind of turned me away from the, those matches. Because I, yeah. I remember when I, I mean, I, I got up to level 20, it, you know, it didn't take that long. But, um, but yeah, I, was, I started playing some of the, as soon as I unlocked it, I started playing some of the rank stuff. And this is even before the tower thing was even available. And I was playing, and then my team, we lost. And it's like, hey, cool, congratulations, you get absolutely nothing for this. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Yeah. yeah you have, to, to, you regular, have to get good. You have to get yeah. good. Uh, I mean, quickly. and it does know. it does force you to learn, um, you know, get, to get good at like certain weapons, like the the charge shot, the sniper rifle. I started getting much better at that one once I started going in the rank battles. So like, <clears throat> um, you know, being able to hit people on top of the tower when they're on the you know the little tower that goes around the level. Basically, the longer you stay on this little um, floating tower thing, it moves towards the goal. But obviously, as soon as anyone stands on it, you just get like shot to pieces because <laughs> right. like you're just like a standing target, right? Right. But it's crazy fun, and um, yeah, that helped me get a lot better at this at sniping. You know, being able to just dip in the ink and then just pop up, shoot someone, and then you know dip dip back in again, <laughs> just like ink flying over your head. You know, yeah. people are just like 
they know where you are at all times. You know, you, you have to be really quick, like dodge out of cover, hit somebody, dodge back again. Um, yeah, you can't actually choose the um, which one if it's the zones or the tower, which right. is unfortunate. It's kind of based you. There's like, is it three three maps for the ranked ones? And like, uh, yeah, I believe so. Um, yeah, Turf Wars is only two, right? But <clears throat> yeah, and then yeah, I don't know how it's decided to be honest. I don't know. <laughs> um, but you, you'll just number be, generator. Yeah, I guess so. But like. Um, <laughs> But yeah, the the zones one is crazy fun. There's a there's a few levels where it's just like, this like the the level design is just perfect. It's just so good. And there's like spots that you can get up and you can um, like also start using the bucket because that came out mm-hmm. maybe that week. Maybe it was kind of a new weapon at the time, but yeah. people are, people are already really good at it. You know, mm-hmm. it's really good. You can hit people like behind cover, mm-hmm. <clears throat> like ink goes over cover and hits people on the other side. Yeah, because it for, it was weird for me, man, because I was back in America when this this uh, update came out, and I knew that you know it came out. I'd seen the press releases and all this stuff, and but I didn't pay attention to that. So I was, I, I think maybe the day after I came back here to Japan, I started playing Splatoon. I was like, "Cool, why why is this guy carrying around a bucket?" <laughs> it's just weird. It sounds so stupid, but once you use it, it's just crazy funny it's like a massive like like the splash area is huge because i was surprised like what in the hell just hit me this freaking tidal wave of ink yeah just like a shower of ink isn't it yeah um yeah and all like the sub weapons and the special weapons there's so many like you know the little demo that we all played you know whatever it was like a few months ago that is just like you know tip of the iceberg isn't it it's like the, the the bombs and the um, what's that one? It's like a shower. You can like hide behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what no, I mean? Right. Yeah. So and oh yeah, the minigun. Oh, the minigun. Forgot about the minigun. The minigun is so good. That was probably my next favorite one. After after the bucket and the roller and the sniper, um, the minigun is also really good. You have to charge it up, but you, you're with one of the. Basically, every weapon has got like a sub weapon kind of assigned to it. Um, mm. So there'll be like a couple of miniguns and a couple of snipers. So you can choose like what your favorite sub weapon is. And uh, yeah, basically you you throw down one of these showers. What do you call it? I forgot. What I, call I, it. Dude, I don't know. I have no like, idea. Uh, English, anyway. Oh right, you're playing in Japanese as well, so yeah. you're, you're twice as useless. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you can throw this, and you can just hide behind it, and your ink goes through it, but their ink doesn't. So you can like mm-hmm. basically make a shield for yourself. Mm-hmm. And just basically, you know, platoon it, not splatoon it, mm-hmm. you know, Arnie in platoon, just like, you know, stand there with a giant minigun. Oh, no, that's Predator. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I'm getting my Vietnam era war movies mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Somebody did, somebody did a great platoon poster in the style of splatoon. It was great. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, you can just like mow people down. It's amazing, and cool. cover the whole big, massive area. Like good for the zones one. And uh, yeah, there's like a sprinkler, like a water sprinkler that you know you would use to you know, spray your lawn with, but it like sprays ink, and you can like mm-hmm. you can put it out anyway. Put it on walls, put it on right. the ground, put it out anywhere. It's so good. But my favorite like special weapon, you know, the weapon that you get for you know painting ink, and then you. It charges up your meter. Right. When you get to the top, yeah. Click in the right stick. Um, is the the kraken. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> the Kraken is so much fun. That is crazy. So basically, you turn into this super powerful giant squid that just mows people down, and oh, you yeah. can jump and like spin in the air and just like basically like psycho crusher, like M Bison psycho oh, yeah. crusher people to death. Many a time and, I've had to try to escape from the Kraken only to be <laughs> caught so up good. in this technically web. There's a there's a roller there's a there's a um, you know like a combination roller and the Kraken. So you mm-hmm. can basically just like roll roll ink all the way from the base, and then by the time you get to like the middle, mm-hmm. um, you're ready for the Kraken. You just hit the Kraken, take out the entire team, mm-hmm. and you know then your team can like come up from behind and just like by that time you've got like 60% of the map in your color. It's, it's amazing. So much fun. So there's so many like, you know, techniques like that. <clears throat> so what is your favorite weapon in the game? It's kind of hard to decide. I've, or what, I've what, at least what have you been using most of overall? Well, like, like I said, like roller bucket, um, this, the, the charge shot and the, the minigun. So they're probably my four favorite. Um, I haven't yeah. been really using the, the just the general, you know, the Splattershot Junior, you know, the regular machine guns. That's probably my least favorite because um, is, is the Splattershot Junior the little one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. I absolutely love that thing. That's what yeah. I use all the time. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, um, covers a lot of area, and yeah, I mean, yeah, if you want to kill somebody, you have to be pretty close. But I'm just more worried, like you said, just more worried about. I'm, I'm usually not playing ranked matches. I'm playing uh, regular matches. But you know, yeah. you don't have to worry about that. You're just trying to gain, you know, ground. And it's, it's a good weapon. For that. Yeah. One thing I was worried about is like, you know, before I got it, it, was like, can you just stick with one weapon? It's like, when you see the game, you just think, oh yeah, just paint the floor, mm-hmm. and you and you win, right? But there's so many, like with all the different game modes now and <clears throat> different styles of playing, you do need to like be good at more than one weapon. Like, if you stick to one weapon, you know, you might run into problems. And, uh, you know, also, it, it just makes things, spices it up a bit, you know. Yeah. Gets a bit stale if you're just using the same weapon all the time, right? I had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people, some believe people are easily pleased. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, I played, um, as, yeah. I played my first uh, few private matches um, with a few people. I did a one-on-one just to see how that worked. Um, yeah, it's kind of a bit lonely when you're playing like a turf war with just one-on-one. But you can you can choose any mode that you want uh-huh. and any map. And uh, yeah, like just like yeah, switch your weapon, choose a map, and go. Um, yeah, you can do that up to eight eight of your friends. And then the the squads thing, you can do like. Um, so like there's like a like a two or three or four man squad and you can basically just basically choose two of your friends, three of your friends, and you can then be thrown into like a turf war or a ranked battle. Mm-hmm. And oh I think it's only ranked, actually. No, I think okay. about it. So like let's say me and you um join a squad, we're in a squad and then we'll go into a, a ranked battle and we'll always be on the same team. Mm-hmm. Um, with two other random guys, <clears throat> unless we have four guys, you know, maybe Matt and Minoru or Tai mm-hmm. is going to join, and uh, <laughs> and you know we'll we'll always be on the same squad no matter what, you know, and then then we obviously we can be good, get good as a team, and you know mm-hmm. kick some ass, which I'm sure people are already starting to do. Oh, bad, bad. <laughs> I'm 
already afraid of the the Japanese teams that could be forming right now. Right. <laughs> this could be like racial profiling, but when Japanese people show up in the opposing team, you should be worried <laughs> because <laughs> they are by far probably the, <laughs> the most skilled, um, especially in like the, the ranked matches. I'll say I have a counterpoint to that because my, my student who got the game, they, his sister was playing online, yeah. and I think she was using a sniper rifle, and she's like five. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like shooting the ground right in front of her. And I was like, I don't know, I try to I tell, help them to pick a, a more appropriate weapon so they can actually have fun with the game. So... You're not always going to be afraid oh, <laughs> of the okay. Japanese people. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me that this five-year-old was like kicking no, ass and like no. killing people called no. James. <laughs> no, no, not yet. No, no, that's not my experience. My, <laughs> um, well, especially at nighttime. You know, I'm I'm only playing right. after like nine p.m. So it's yeah. all you know. Well, if you're playing at like you know four o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> then yeah, look out for little kids coming. No. Yeah, they're really good. And I think it kind of like gels with the whole fact that Splatoon is really, you know, taken off here in Japan. Like it's yeah. you know, ratio wise it's a very high ratio of sales attach you know, what do you call it, attach, attach ratio. Right. Yeah. And it kind of makes sense because like I was actually tweeting this out today. Um I think there's there's kind of like a little bit of bias towards um like us for Nintendo and their Splatoon coverage and news and general features and everything it's very much a japan bias and i don't know if you noticed this like danny ready to eat some crow okay when i when i said there's only a japanese uh twitter account for splatoon mm -hmm. and you're like no man <laughs> and i and i spent like a good half an hour looking for that account doesn't exist wasn't it just an instagram or something i don't know. there's i think somebody said there's a tumblr or something uh, whatever so yeah, the official Splatoon account is Japanese only, and you know, obviously people NeoGaf uh, translate that, you know, but that's <laughs> hardly official, is it? <laughs> Almost. Maybe Nintendo of America, you know, occasionally uh, translate like the big ones, like a big update or whatever, a new weapon coming, they might translate that one. But like, you know, like qu quotes from the production team, you know, they don't do that. And yeah. Also, did you know there's a web app? In, only in Japanese, that lets you, um, you put your Nintendo ID in, and it's a free web app for, like, for your phone, like just a website. And um, But if you look at it on the computer, it shows up as like a smartphone size screen, <laughs> so it really is meant for your, your smartphone. And it'll tell you like, you know, what your, what um, f matches your friends are in, and uh, huh. like if people have got private matches set up, then, you know, they can send invitations and stuff. It's all in Japanese. There's, wow. I, I, well, obviously, my Nintendo ID is a, a European one, right? Right. Uh, in English, and it didn't change it at all. It just stayed in Japanese. Everything huh. was in Japanese. Weird. Like, yeah, that's kind of bizarre that they don't have that in any other region. I didn't even know that was that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. and all of those like technique videos and all the news, everything comes out in Japanese like way earlier or 
you know, just doesn't even get translated. In yeah, I mean, I, I think it goes without saying. <laughs> it's really makes, weird. I mean, that makes sense with, you know, the development team being Japanese. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what some, the guy on Twitter said. And I was like, well, yeah, but Nintendo's not a Japan-only company. Yeah, exactly. And Splatoon this, isn't a Japan-only game. <laughs> this is like a pretty much an international hit. It's it's pretty big over in America. It's big, I guess it's big in Europe. <laughs> and it's, it's big here in Japan, too. Why isn't this type of stuff out all over the place? Yeah. I don't understand why that, I mean, yeah, I, I know, well, Nintendo of America not doing too well in general at the moment, but, you know, I would have expected Nintendo of Europe to do that, that web app thing. Right. At least that. I mean, and then at least the, have Shibata release it in Japanese in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you could have logged it, or Americans could have logged in and used the European one or whatever, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> Operation Splatfall. Right. Um... But yeah, uh, I am immensely enjoying Splatoon, and Ty, it is now my mission in life to get you to buy this game. And okay. I want, I want a family crew, I want a Splatoon, you know, crew, me, you, Danny, and Matt, or apparently Minoru is playing it as well. Minoru is alive, and he's playing his Wii U. He's playing, <laughs> and he's playing, <laughs> well, yeah, like most Japanese people, he's playing Splatoon. I think we can All kick right. some serious ass online. If I get it, I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Splatoon is my game of the year, and I can't see anything nudging that. Oh, wait. Shit. Mario Maker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll hold off that kind of talk until Mario Maker comes out. That could... Ty, that is also something that you should get. <laughs> if please you tell say me, so. Please tell me you're getting <laughs> Mario Maker. Maybe. The trolling potential. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, want, I, I want to send you trolley levels. Of course you do. <laughs> I'm going to you know, call them impossible to beat, and then you, know, you can't resist playing them, right? Right. <laughs> and then you can send me the same one back, and they'll be literally impossible to beat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I am very excited about Splatoon, and uh, I can foresee me playing this for a long, long time. Yeah, and I'm glad I waited because, you know, I'm now playing, you know, all the modes with everyone and, you know, it's going to last me longer than if I'd started playing it maybe See, two months you know, ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, honestly, I mean, I have no regrets. I yeah, I, I was having a lot of fun with it and stuff before going to America. <laughs> and, uh, no, I mean, the way they kind of gradually released stuff over time, that was fine. It helped keep the game fresh, helped me keep coming back to it. So, but I, I can see it from you know your perspective as well, where it's like this is kind of you know more or less than some people would say an incomplete game, and they're just waiting for all these features to be added. And you know, I, I don't think either either point of timing for getting the game is is bad because there was yeah, always I don't, something. I don't think an incomplete game is correct. Yeah. I think just just slightly light on. Features <laughs> at that, that are coming, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. 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 And and also, um, I've said this, you know, several times now. The the fact that all of these, well, apart from the latest 2.0 update, all of those things were on the disc. I think it, and they're all free to unlock. It very much warrants like a re-review on some sites, you know, who may have knocked it down for, you know, not having certain features or whatever. Sure. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but you know, I think it's. I think it's allowed. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, no one's going to care about any of this at Christmas time when people buy it and they get all of these features from day one. So. Right. The 
people like what are you talking about it's got loads of features you know when they read the review and they play the game it will be two completely different games right right <clears throat> anyway that's all that's all I've been I've been playing yeah smash and 3d world some more and another game but I won't talk about that <laughs> I'll okay. talk about that some other time okay a secret game <laughs> it's a, a secret, secret to everyone yeah exactly. <laughs> including myself cool so yeah let's move on yep take another quick break here be right back All right, we're back. Got tons of news to go over, so we're going to kind of go through this stuff really quick. <laughs> <laughs> and to think that I had this game uh, pre-ordered. I'm kind of glad that I canceled that. Um, so, yeah, there's a, a, a bit of a... <laughs> I don't even know what you would even say. Uh, so, yeah, Devil's Turd. There's kind of a fiasco that happened in... in North America, where essentially it went from saying, like, it's North America, or went from saying, like, hey, we're not releasing this, this, this shit. Well, they, they, didn't, <laughs> they didn't actually say that, but they just, <laughs> they just said, please understand, you know, more news may be coming sometime. So it was, like, coded. Yeah. It was like a dog whistle. For, we're looking, not we're looking into it. But it was like, um, you know, the same what they said for Xenoblade back in the days. Like, we're looking into it, or we're listening to fans, or something like that. Right. Basically, we're not going to release it. Right. And I think, don't, doesn't this actually have an official release window now? I mean, for Yeah, America? I think it's now uh, all regions going to be released in all yeah. regions. Yeah, so it's not a problem. I mean, I, I think some people were kind of freaking out about this, but it's fine. It's already out here, <laughs> and it's coming out in Europe at the end of this month. And... I hear it didn't break top 50 sales. Uh, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Wait, wait, I mean, is well, it it's, out somewhere? It's out here in Japan. But the, the weird thing about that, though, Ty, it's only, you can only get it one of two ways. One is on the eShop, and the other is from Amazon, JP. That's it. So Okay. Yeah, I mean, that would kind of explain the sales, kind of. Well, that and the game being horrible. Yeah, which is what? <laughs> Apparently the, the online multiplayer mode is going to be on the PC as well later. <laughs> That's okay. so weird. That's so like weird. Like just the online multiplayer mode? Yeah, just the online multiplayer mode. <laughs> what? <laughs> this game is the weirdest thing, honestly. Yeah. I mean, before I started reading hor- horrible impressions of the game <laughs> and stuff like that, I, I was kind of in. I was like, this looks like kind of like a crazy, fun shooter and... Let's do this, but then that happened. I was like, let's not do this. That's like eight thousand yen. <laughs> so. Jesus Christ, eight thousand yen for a, that nonsense. Yeah. <clears throat> Insulting. So, um, Good luck to him, though. Good luck to him. Yeah, I mean, hey, he tried. <laughs> so, uh, James, you want to read that next little point there? Yeah. So this is the reason why I was playing Smash. There was a, an update on the 31st of July, and there were some costumes for your me characters. Everyone loves playing as me's, right? Yeah. Hello. Is this thing on? <laughs> uh, so K. Rule. That was pretty good. It was quite a large costume that made you kind of look like K. Rule. And there was Chrome from uh, Fire Emblem. Uh, a couple of uh, new levels as well from the N64: Peach's Castle and Hyrule Castle. 
and I was very excited to, <laughs> to try out those levels and then realize you have to pay for them. So I thought, screw that shit. <laughs> um, but there were some free things. Um, the major one was obviously the tourneys mode, um, which I did set up a Famicast <clears throat> tournament, by the way. Uh, I kind of did it wrong, though. I'll probably have to set up a new one. <laughs> <laughs> but NWR have one, um, which you can join and play with the uh, you know, NWR staff members. Uh, I've, I've also joined that one as well. But I'll set up a Famicast one, maybe like do it a year-long thing that you know doesn't end. Uh, mm -hmm. So you know people can play whenever. And the other thing was YouTube uh, support. You can now export your replays uh, directly to YouTube, kind of like uh, Mario Kart 8 does, which is uh, very cool, very exciting. So you can you know share your favorite moments of when you troll people with uh, Jigglypuff. <laughs> nice. For example. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. Play Smash again, I guess. Cool. Um, next up, actually, James, you probably better take this one too, because <laughs> I'm not sure what this is about. I mean, well, I, I understand it. Oh, I saw we, this. We uh, yeah yeah we we kind of neglected to mention this for a few episodes now. The um the the photos of the Nintendo PlayStation were revealed and shown by somebody who found one in their attic. Um, somebody whose uncle worked for Nintendo or something. <laughs> it was it was during the time when you know the the Sony and Nintendo um, collaboration was happening, and he right. just happened to have one of these you know dev units in his attic. You know the guy wasn't even away had it or something, and he was actually ended up being like. It wasn't the guy, it was like his dad or something who took the video, and people were like freaking out, like, oh my god, he's handling it like really roughly, because the guy who's showing it on the video and on the photos didn't actually know what it was. He was just doing it because, you know, his son asked him to or something. It was kind of funny. And uh, so, yeah, people were, you know, obviously dying to know what it would look like when you turn it on, um, which so far hasn't, you know, emerged. You know, the guy hasn't set it up Explosion. yes <laughs> but it was kind of funny because um i i there was a uh, there was an interview with the sony uh, shuhei yoshida mm -hmm. and he he had a interview with one of these like a small uh online magazine mm -hmm. and uh, they asked him like did you play it and he said yes i did and he he remembers playing it and um i don't know how much of he was involved with it at the time but um, and they asked him, like, you know, what demos did they have on it? What what kind of state was it in? And he said, you know, uh, it's best to kind of keep that a kind of a secret. He said, <laughs> what? Really? He said it's, it's more of a more of a mystery. I think that's just because he didn't want to get into trouble, you know, maybe with Nintendo or whatever. Which uh, you know, this makes no sense at all because they're rivals. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but maybe there's some kind of you know 50 year long you know secrecy contracts with that or something like that. Could be. Whatever, but anyway, there was a, later on. Um, Shuhei Yoshida had lunch with Dylan Cuthbert, mm -hmm. and uh, they tweeted like a selfie picture together. Mm -hmm. And I and I thought to myself, wait a minute, Dylan Cuthbert, he was working Nintendo with Nintendo around about that time, mm -hmm. and he was working on you know like you know the Super FX chip, Star Fox, and you know 3D, and probably around about that crossover point, you know, with right. 64 and things. So I. I mentioned Dylan in a tweet of that photo. I kind of retweeted that photo of Shuhei Yoshida and him. And I said, and I put the comment, 
here's two guys who've definitely played the Nintendo PlayStation. <laughs> and just to see if they would respond. And Dylan actually <laughs> did respond to me and he said and he said that um yeah, he he did actually play it and um he was there at the time and I asked him like, so what um demos did you play? Or what can you remember what you played on it? And he said he honestly didn't remember it was so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of ended that line of conversation. But yeah. Oh. <laughs> It was good that he responded. Yeah. I think it's cool that, you know, this is, well, it would be cooler if they can tell you more information about this, you know, type of stuff or just remember. <laughs> yeah. I, but, I've also got to think, like, have Nintendo's lawyers or, you know, the ninjas pounced upon this guy who, you know, took the videos and the, the picture and have they... Oh, he's been dead for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Why we haven't seen anything from this yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just it disappeared. His whole family is gone too. I mean, there. I think there is a cartridge or a CD with it. There was a, yeah, there was a cartridge, and I, I it you can it has like Japanese written on it and stuff. I think it said something. I don't remember because I saw yeah, it. Yeah, I think it just said demo or something. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. Actually, demo. PlayStation demo or something like that. Yeah. But it's just crazy to see a Super Famicom because mm-hmm. um, with the word PlayStation in basically the PlayStation One font. Yeah, it's crazy, right? It's amazing to think that they didn't even change the font. There. I mean, they barely yeah. changed the controller. <laughs> yeah, <Hey>, <laughs> Yeah, I think the controller had PlayStation, Nintendo PlayStation on it as well. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. If I'm not too lazy, you can actually look at this on your phone right now, listeners. There you go. That's why we have an in-house yeah. podcast. But you probably you probably saw this like a month and a half ago, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, people like it. <laughs> You're talking about this now? <laughs> yeah, man. Well, yeah. But yeah, I just thought that was a cool thing to, to talk about and a fascinating part of Nintendo's and Sony's uh, history. Yeah. Which shaped the uh, game industry as it stands today. For good or for bad. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, next up, uh, you guys mentioned this you know, in the last episode too, but I think it was, maybe it was before Square Enix had like some kind of that event where they just started announcing <laughs> everything. But uh, yeah, Dragon Quest X is officially announced and it's coming out for the 3DS and the and NX version is also in consideration. Uh, I don't think that they said... Wink, wink, wink. Yeah, I mean, it's it's probably going to come. But, and yeah, what obviously by now you probably already know this stuff, but you know, the 3DS version on the top screen... There's at least some points in the game where you can actually have some kind of 3D, you know, characters and stuff going around up there, or and then on the bottom screen at the same time simultaneously, uh, you know, you have stuff going on in 2D. Looks like NES slash Super Nintendo S graphics, really cool. And then actually, just here within the past couple of days, they've released some more screenshots of that, which you know, it look it looks fine. But man, they released some because uh, it's also coming out on PlayStation 4. I don't know if you guys saw any of those screenshots, but they look. Freaking fantastic! Nice. Yeah, so that's cool. Three uh, DS's swan song, I guess. Yeah, I'm saying yeah, on the PS4 it looks fantastic, but yeah, I mean 3DS version looks fine too. <laughs> so. so which which one do you think the NX is going to be similar to? <laughs> don't let me <you> know. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> yeah. Although uh, although I did hear maybe it was 8.4, but they had some good speculation that, you know, it could be both. You know, if these yeah. games... Are the, are the 3DS and the 
PS4 ones like the same, like the same story maps or whatever. Just I think graphics. it's the, I think it's the same, yeah, same story and stuff like that. that that's not my impression. They really didn't say, it, but it's just the visuals are different. That's because it. if the NX is what you know everyone's thinking it is, it could actually end up being both. You know, if it scales down when you take it portably to be more like the 3DS one, but then when you take it home and dock it, it looks more like the PS4 one. Anything's possible. <laughs> yeah, that would be very exciting. Yeah. So, um, moving on here, Mario Maker packages. So, actually, yeah, I noticed this too, James, and I'm mm-hmm. glad you kind of pointed this out because here in Japan, the this isn't even really that big of a deal, but it's kind of interesting. Uh, you know, in the West, it's all it's like a DVD case and the, the outer box. It's with the book. It's all kind of like that in the same. Uh, what do you say? The same way. It's, it's a big. It's a big box, isn't it? They're the vertical length uh, box, yes. right? But I think with, I think every version comes with the book, right, and the game. Yes. Is there a disc only one? I can't remember. I don't remember. I was just looking at that today too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, I think you know in Europe and maybe in America they have a bundle that comes with that classic, you know, eight-bit Mario amiibo or whatever. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. The game yeah. and the book and that, yeah. Right here, they don't have any bundles with the Amiibo. They're explicitly selling that all by itself. <laughs> so That's fine. But, yeah, what's, really, what's kind of interesting with the packaging here is that it's on its side, you know, horizontally. So And then, you know, with the coloring of the box, too, I'm looking at, I have the Famicom Mini uh, Game Boy Advance, like, package. Super Mario Brothers 3? Yeah, for Super Mario 1. And um, that box is yellow as well. So with the Japanese one kind of, you know, going horizontally, it, it's kind of like a throwback to that. It, it looks yep, really similar. Exactly. Like I think that's what they're going for. It's yeah. Kind of like, yeah, the Famicom style. Side right. Is. So that, that's really cool. And, the, you know, kind of a wink and a nod to longtime Nintendo fans or people that know stuff about, you know, Famicom boxes. <laughs> and um, the uh, Europe gets a, a good system bundle. I haven't, sorry, I haven't checked if... North America have updated it if they're doing it as well. But in Europe, at least, you can get the the Wii U, the 8-bit Mario Amiibo, a T-shirt, and an 8-bit Mario cushion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, those yeah. kind of soft toys that they sold on Club Nintendo way back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and the game, obviously, and the book um, right. for, like, you know, just a little bit more than, like, a regular premium bundle, which is pretty good. Sure. Yeah. 260 squids or whatever it is. <clears throat> it's a good deal, anyway. Uh, moving on. Um, yeah, so I guess the last Nintendo financials are pretty good. Uh, not really going to get into that stuff here today. Um, yeah, have to skip through that one, I guess. But yeah, yeah. well done on Iwata having his one last uh, good yeah. financial. Right. Uh, I think Ty should take number seven. Oh yeah, I love Animal Crossing. Animal <laughs> Crossing House of Rest. <laughs> is that the real name? It is now. <laughs> okay, Animal Crossing House of Rest, new 3DS bundles and special edition systems. Yay! Yay! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think. Well, what we can add to that is that this game is now out, and yeah. uh, the the cards are selling shitloads in Japan, oh, yeah. and people are going crazy for it. And there are TV adverts on every five seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed that. <laughs> so, yeah. Happy Home Designer is, right. is the actual name. And we'll, we'll okay. talk about that a little bit more in the, in the charts here, too, because it's 
Danny, to... are you getting this? Danny, you got Animal Crossing, right? The, yeah, I, uh, New yeah. Leaf. Yeah, I do. And I played it for about eight hours and then quit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I think I had my fill on the GameCube version and the DS version, and then I was like, okay. I, I liked it a lot, but I don't know. It's just really not fresh enough yeah. for me. It's a once-in-a-lifetime game for me, and I, <laughs> I, I did it on uh, DS one, Wild sure. World. You know, it's great, yeah, great game, great series. Just I, I just don't have, I just don't want to sit down and play it. <laughs> and I, I gave, I think I gave New Leaf a, a good enough shot, and I just didn't want to stick with it. Oops, sorry. Seemed like the audio kind of crapped out a little bit there. We're actually talking about TV and how it's dead in North America and Europe, but. Yeah, we'll just get back on with the conversation. You know, in, in Japan, this is still going strong, but the only, reason, the only reason that it's going strong is because it's just a freaking TV guy. <laughs> so. that's, why, that's why I wanted to ask you, Danny, because, you know, the American one is dead, the European one is dead. So. Uh, the last little bit of news here, uh, you know, similar to what's on the Wii U here in Japan, uh, Karaoke Joy Sound is now on the 3DS um, so if you wanna, you weren't getting enough karaoke on your Wii U at home. Guess what? You can get it on your 3DS at home because what? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure you, you probably need to have some kind of an internet connection to be able to use this. So you um, can look cool by singing into your 3DS. Yep. Man, I imagine the time you purchase doesn't carry over between systems. Oh, I doubt it. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so, I, I, yeah I, didn't, I didn't check, but I, would, I just kind of doubt it. So, seriously, is there any way to use a microphone with this? or? I would assume that you... Ah, okay, good question. Why did I just assume you can plug in something like an iPhone headset and use it? Because that's not necessarily the case. Plug in the USB mic you get with the Wii. Wii U. Yep. yep. <laughs> Into your 3DS. Okay, yeah. so maybe this is one of those things that just shows up on your home screen without you wanting it, it right? I think it probably will, because, I mean, it's it's free to download the application, the same as, you know, with the Wii U one. The only thing is, if you want to actually do anything with it, you have to, you know, buy tickets. Like, you can buy one for a day, seven days, 30 days, excuse me, whatever. And um, I think that I was reading on the, on the website that I think you get some kind of a free trial thing. I think it said on the first day, maybe one song or something like that. Okay, thanks a lot, assholes. <laughs> but anyway. You get your friends round for a drinking party, and it's like, hey, hey, should we do some karaoke? Let me just open my 3DS. <laughs> get, get, gather around, everyone. Uh. <laughs> yep. as, you, as you're thrown out the window by all your friends. Yep. You know. <laughs> so... Yeah, that, that pretty much does it for the news. Uh, guess getting into the charts. Uh, Ty, do you want to start us off with the charts, starting there with number nine? More than know, anything. Yeah, I know we're missing some numbers, but that's because everything's Nintendo-related on the list. I, yeah, I, just, I just can't wait to see how Ty handles all the spelling mistakes Danny's put in here. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, did you do that, or did I do that? Okay, whatever. Keep going. All right, we got Tovidase Diabetes No Morty. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was looking at. It's brilliant. It did uh, not say diabetes, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's Animal Crossing New Leaf. Four million. Well, four million to date. Six thousand and change this week. Yep. Last week. And, and yeah, again, this is from August 3rd to August 9th, the most recent number that we have right now. 
I can't wait for Devil's Third to show up in this. Well, it's too, it would have shown up. It came out on August 4th. Like take Ty said earlier, I don't think it even broke top 50. Come on. Don't spoil it. Come on. <laughs> Spoiler alert. We're starting from the bottom, man. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, number eight. We got Mario Kart 8. How appropriate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it's one million, one point oh eight million to date, seven thousand two hundred fifty six last week. Everyone on this boss podcast has got it. Yeah. Yep. Then we got Fire Emblem. If. 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 <laughs> AKA Fire Emblem Fates, Fire Emblem Birthright. Fairy Emblem Conquest. Are these all names of different regions? <laughs> no, it's like, well, there there are two different versions of the game, and I guess that what they're calling them now, it might even be the official English thing, is like Birthright yeah, Conquest. Yeah, I think they are, yeah. All right, so we got just under 8,000 last week and almost 400,000 yep. to date. Yep. So oh. not bad. That, that's been out for about a month and a half by now, so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, number four, noted good game, Rhythm yes. Tengoku, the best. Plus. Plus. <laughs> that, that's a good name for it, too. Plus, plus. We got uh, almost 19,000 last week. That's pretty solid for a week. Yeah, and this and, came out, like, in June, so. Yeah. And almost 400,000. We got 392,000. Mm-hmm. All right, then number three, Splatoon. Mm-hmm. Huh. So we got 35,620 last week, 519,000 to date. Good luck trying to find those amiibos. (laughs) I have more. You would. (laughs) (laughs) I pre-ordered, like, as soon as they were announced, basically. Have you opened them? Good game, good game. Have have you put them on eBay yet? I I probably could make a lot of money. They're not open. All right, number two, we got Yokai Watch. Busters. (laughs) Busters. <laughs> what number Yokai Watch game is this? Well, this is like a, a spin-off type of thing, and there's actually two versions of it as well. Wow. It's, kind of like, it's more like an action type, like it seems like an action beat 'em up type of game. Six is the answer I might to play your that. question. Yeah. Ty, like six, six is number six is the answer to your question. Wow, this, this is the six. sixth Yokai Watch game in like what a year? Uh, yeah, two years. <laughs> okay. Seriously. Well played, well played. Yep. So <laughs> this game has 1.2 million sold to date, 85,000 sold last week. Yeah, and this is like a month old too. <laughs> Good game, guys. Yeah, actually, right. my my uh, yesterday actually, my son got one of those got Gachapon machines, and he got a Yokai Watch Busters token. What do you call it? Medal. Right. <laughs> I have no idea what it is. It's like a yeah, wearing a Ghostbusters costume. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Well, he, does, he doesn't even know what Yokai Watch is. My son calls it. My son calls it Yokai Box. He can't actually say it very well. Uh, close enough. Close enough. All right, number one, Animal Crossing Diabetes. <laughs> Happy Home Designer. We got 181,000 sold last week. 700,000 sold to date. Yep. That's stupid. In about, that's... yeah, uh, at that point it's been like it was like a week and a half or something. Uh, I mean, that's nuts. Because it's cheaper, I guess, and it's like yeah, barely. Little girls like it. 
Yeah, it's like 4,300 yen. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, compared to Nintendo's usual sticking price for 3DS games at like 48, okay, sure. It looks like you're getting a deal until you buy all those damn cards. Think think about it. There's a there's an Animal Crossing game at number nine and number one. Yeah. On the same system. Well, in one I think country. I what they were doing last month, they did have a sale on Animal Crossing New Leaf because of, you know, Happy Home Designer coming out. They kind of wanted to get people hyped up for it, and they figured, hey, well, this is another way that we can give this game longer legs by just hyping it back up again. So If you, if you get more. sick of being in a house of rest, you can go and explore the whole world. <laughs> yes. New exactly. Leaf. Cool. Yep. Is, is it hardware time? I love hardware. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's go on to do uh, go on with the hardware. And uh, Ty, you were doing such a good job. You want to keep going on here? More than anything. Okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. 3DS, 39,008. To date, just under 19 million. Yep. PS4, 14,619 last week. To date, 1.66 million. Sell those systems. <laughs> Got the, the Velveeta, uh, 13,000. <laughs> 337. <laughs> uh, 4.10 million to date. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Wii U. That's, that's pretty good. Huh. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. 13,007 sold last week. And 2.49 million to date. Hey, that's Japan, a lot more than... Japan only, right? Yeah, just Japan only. Yeah, that's a lot more than PS4. Yeah. Interesting to note. Yes. <laughs> with, a year, with a year between them. <laughs> yeah, 2,567 for PS3, still hanging in there. 10.33 million. And best for last, Xbox One, 200 sold last week, <laughs> 54,110 <laughs> to date. <laughs> yeah, you, you have a highly exclusive console type. I yes. do. Think of it that way. Yeah, so I thought that was... Yeah, kind of fun. And, um, yeah, cool. Um, moving on, I'll, I'll kind of rattle off some of these kind of notable releases. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of the series Bike Rider DX. Uh, <laughs> Is this something that Don Koopman would like? Actually, yes, and I, you know, <laughs> bless his heart, this is actually not like a shit game. This is actually, this series is actually pretty fun. It's, it's like a runner, but you're on a bike. <laughs> so, a uh, biker, uh, you know, whatever. But yeah, it's a really fun game. There's a couple of them on 3DS. I think there's some on smartphones as well. But um, this is coming out on Wii U. Um, this one, I think in Japanese it's called Chariso DX Ultra Seikai Tour. <laughs> Bike Rider DX Ultra World Tour, whatever. Uh, that, actually, that actually already came out, and it's on the Wii U here now. Um, another thing that came out here recently as well, a Super Mario RPG on the Wii U. Um, Great game. Great game, and hey, I bought it on the Wii, on the Japanese Wii, so I can probably upgrade it for, you know, 100 yen or something. Never heard of it. I'm from Europe. <laughs> Poor Rip in peace. Yep. <clears throat> then one thing they actually finally went out and released, like, an honest-to-God version of on the Wii U. Kind of ask yourself why, <laughs> but uh, they made a paid version of Brain Age available on the Wii U. Here, if you guys, you guys might remember from last year, Back in June, they released it on the Wii U for free for like in like a month window. If you downloaded it, you got this game for free. But for people that missed out on that, you can give them your 680 yen and uh, finally <laughs> get it on your Wii U and uh, yeah, learn yourself a thing or two or something. Um, 
<laughs> Did you say learn yourself something? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's yeah. how we talk in America. <laughs> yeah. You fail English? <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that. But um, anyways, two, uh, another thing that was announced a couple of months back is that Hospital Six Doctors, a.k.a. Trauma Team, <laughs> <laughs> on the Wii was coming to the, I don't know if you'd say virtual, and this is say it was just coming to the eShop here. And uh, that actually has a release date now, along with Muramasa the Demon Blade. Um, those are Good both game. coming out on August 19th for 2,700 yen each. So, yeah, I was actually kind of surprised to see Muramasa on there because it wasn't previously announced. Yeah, I got that on, uh, on disc. I think I have it on PlayStation Network. I got it for free. <laughs> nice. Yeah, in any way. Beautiful game. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, so let's get to go ahead and wrap up the news. We'll take another quick break here and be right back. All right, we're back, and it's time for your letters, stuff from you guys. If you want to hit us up, you can always do that via email. Our email address is, oh, God, famicast at nintendoworldreport.com. Every time he does that. Actually, it is almost about every time. Uh, But if you have something longer you want to send us, please feel free to do it that way if you don't believe in writing in the talkback thread, which is okay. Uh, you can, If you have something a little bit shorter, uh, you can hit us up on Twitter. We are at the Famicast. You can hit us up there. So, uh, James, why don't you go ahead and take this away? This is some feedback. Sure, why not? So, the talkback, this is on the forum thread for episode 60, a couple of episodes back. Um, we uh, didn't get around to it last episode. So, this is uh, our good pal, long-time listener, Klex Yosh, mm-hmm. who uh, writes into RFN as well, I think. Mm-hmm. So he asks, uh, kind of a life in Japan type question, actually. Um, what do you folks think of the recent NEET revolution? That's N-E-E-T, not in education or training. What's the other E stand for? Right, not education. Education, employment. Employment yeah. or right. training, right. Uh, in Japan, is it a bold uprising against the garish, ideal Japanese salaryman lifestyle? Or is it a problematic blight of kids just being lazy? What sort of pressure do you as English teachers get as far as trying to steer these kids away from part-time, low-income lifestyle? Yeah. As English teachers, yeah, we have lots of responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) The Um, same responsibility that the guy who takes out the rubbish (laughs) <laughs> Maybe at most, uh, it's on us to keep those test scores up. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so these are people who, they either fail to get into high school or fail to get into university. Um, yeah, it's not, it's not actually mandatory to go to high school in Japan. You can actually right. fail to get in. Right. And uh, people who da- do that could, <laughs> bit of a throwback to the last episode, the Go Hikikomori. Yeah. You know, they they could be those kind of people who, you know, they, they can't go out. Um, or as my wife likes to call it, uh, sometimes they become home security. <laughs> uh, where just, you know, people staying at home because they don't have a job and don't like to leave. But, man, mom's sure safe. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, as long as you got someone making your food and paying for everything for you, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, I don't think it's a bold uprising, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Is it kids being lazy? That's probably more accurate. Um, sometimes. I mean, sometimes some some people are... It's easy know. to fall into that crack, isn't it? I mean, if there's, there's, there's a, the family unit in Japan, you know, it very much... You know, protects people. You know, people don't like to let this kind of information fall out of the family. So, you know, you could have a problematic son or daughter who, you know, doesn't like going outside, and <laughs> and you know, it's more likely to be not mentioned and protected in the Japanese family unit. So, you know, you like I've had stories where people live next door to people who are like this, and they didn't know that you know they had a son who never went out. You know, it's just so secretive, you know, because, you know, you only ever see the people who go out the front door, right? <laughs> and it's like, right. And they're not going to say, hey, good morning. By the way, my son's this door in his room. He hasn't gone out for six months. <laughs> you know, people, people don't say that, right? It's, it's, right? it's very much a secret, you know. And um, so, you know, that kind of uh, protection and the fact that, you know, the mother would more likely to, you know, protect the kid and do everything for him rather than push him out and force him to get a job. Sure. Uh, could be part of it. <clears throat> I mean, I, I've heard of things, too, situations where maybe at one point this person was working and stuff. Maybe they felt that they got mistreated at work or bullied or something for being a little weird or something, you know. And then they just figure, oh, fuck society. I'm just going to live with my mom. I, you know, I mean, kind of. That type of stuff happens to me. I mean, it's all related to mental health, right? I mean, right. obviously, these people have mental issues and they don't have the support, you know. Or it's not maybe the, not the fault of the family, you know. Maybe Japanese society is not really one big on mental health. It's more, ah, it's kind of a... <laughs> sweep things <laughs> under the rug. Yeah, yep. sweep things under the rug, yeah. it's. Um, I mean, lots of countries are not good at handling mental health issues, right? Um, True story. And Japan is probably among the lower <laughs> rank of those kind of countries. But um, so, yeah, this is easy to fall into the trap of, you know, being able, you know, being a hikikomori or something along those lines. You know, you have kids who, you know, they don't speak in public. You know, as English teachers, we get exposed to these kind of kids. Oh, yeah. You know, they just they just physically cannot talk. You know, they're yeah, not like... they're not they're not mutes. They, you know, they, right. they can they can talk, but they don't talk outside of their own home kind of thing. Right. And it's, especially when you first come across one in a classroom setting, you're like, and you, how about you go ahead and answer this question for me? They just look at you. You're like, uh. <laughs> yeah. if, if you look up selective mute on uh, Wikipedia, you can uh, read about it. But yeah, there's a lot, there's lots of people like that. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. That you have to deal Interesting. with. And um, we've all experienced them as English teachers <clears throat> and we can't really do anything about it. Um, so, okay, next next kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, what can we do as English teachers? Um, not really anything. Yeah, ignore <laughs> we, them. <laughs> we can we can advertise the fact that you know going overseas and seeing other cultures and other stuff is cool, and you know try to show them that there's more than the inside of the bedroom. You know, bedroom. <laughs> That's about all we can do, really. And yeah. you know. Maybe some of them do get into English, and that can help them, you know, uh, want to explore the world or whatever. Mm -hmm. Maybe there have been situations like that. I'd like to hope so. 
<laughs> I hope there's at least one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That would be nice. The whole nation. Yeah. Not getting my hopes up, though. Okay. But, yeah, thank you. Appreciate those kind of uh, deep questions sometimes. <laughs> Even though it's only barely associated to video games. <laughs> Let's face it, a lot of them are just playing video games all day. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I think they're a lot smarter than we are. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, next up is uh, also from the same feedback thread. Uh, Oedo writes, um, I find it a little funny that Danny admits to buying all three Yan Yoshi Amiibos and then literally minutes later calls Cyrus part of the problem for wanting to buy, <laughs> to, for wanting to buy one pack of Animal Crossing Amiibo cards. You got me there. <laughs> but he, uh, I'd be lying if I didn't say this was one of the most enjoyable episodes for me. Also, I hope Cyrus sticks around. He seems like a good fit for the show. <laughs> Brilliant comment to read out on the one that he's not on. Yeah, perfect. And I enjoy listening to him. Yeah, we did pass on this message to Cyrus, um, just to inflate his already ginormous ego. <laughs> yeah, but like we said, fired. So look forward to less episodes with him in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So let's move on to some YouTube comments. And <laughs> that sounds really bad when you say that, isn't it? Let's move, on to, let's move on to some YouTube comments. Yeah, Yeah, that always ends well. Yeah, get, get your popcorn ready. Um, no, nothing like that. And just a few comments from a live show, last live show. Um, Christian Falls um, wants to know, what's our favorite part about Super Mario Maker? All of it. So, Next question. <laughs> mine is probably the trolling potential between these guys and the level sharing. That's definitely my thing. And that uh, 100... Mario challenge where you just basically play like, is it a hundred random internet levels, and you got a hundred lives? Sure. Um, Something like that. Maybe it's not a hundred, but it's a lot. You play a lot of levels randomly, taken from the internet, and that sounds right. amazing. Yeah, I, I'm I'm all for the this the sharing feature. I think that's really cool, and I'm I'm pretty excited about that. Ty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of Mario Maker. Well, I don't have it, so I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> That's true. Potential, potentially favorite part when it comes out in September. Yeah, yeah. Sending torturous levels out yeah. and about. I, I imagine it makes you check your own level by completing it, right? Yes, yes, it does. Yep, that's important. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's a good thing that they added. <laughs> oh. The, 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 there was an update a couple of days ago, maybe even yesterday, about adding those musical blocks, and you can actually, um, the higher you place the musical block, the the tone changes, so mm. you can actually you know make songs kind of Mario Paint style in mm. that order. So you can set things to, uh, you know, maybe like a shell to hit each block, and then it'll play a song that you created in that way. So that was mm. pretty cool. cool. <clears throat> And yeah, uh, also there's like blocks that you can add, like that do fireworks and other effects and stuff. Like totally never been in Mario games before, kind of thing. Pretty cool. <laughs> and then I had to add this in because I really <laughs> I have no idea what this means. This is actually from the the same YouTube uh, comments thread. PikaCraft64 TV wrote, "Will you play along to Pennsylvania?" 
And yes. I, <laughs> I just had to ask him, what were you smoking and what is wrong with you? But thanks for, <laughs> but thanks for writing. Thanks for writing in. Write in again, thanks please. Writing. Yeah. Pico Craft. Okay, on to some tweets. Uh, we got lots of cool tweets to read out this time. Um, at Hourly Terrier. Uh, <laughs> this is frequent, frequent tweeter in era. Uh, he said he nearly crashed his car when he heard uh, us mention him on the podcast, um, which is funny because he was taking a bath at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I enjoy his uh, trolling. And then Connell Wooden, Woodcan, uh, hacker alias Plufin, I guess, <laughs> uh, he says, ask, uh, can Rocket League instead be soccer's gateway to rocket cars? <laughs> <laughs> Danny, what did you think about the, the Rocket League chat last episode? Uh, I thought it was really, yeah, really interesting. And um, I, I, you know, I... You played it? Oh, yeah, I played the crap out of it. I love it. Yeah. Are you getting interested in football by playing it? I can, I can, when I was playing, I can definitely see, I was like, holy crap, I mean, this is soccer, obviously, right? But, I mean, you could just see some of the nuances and stuff that would actually go into playing a real soccer game and kind of respect that a little bit more. I, I also found out this week that this is actually the second version of the, the second game. Yeah, Like, right. the first one came out, like, a couple of years ago, and it just right. flopped. <laughs> yeah, because they kept saying, there's always some kind of a thing on their, on, like, the main page of the game uh, it says like, "Hey, this is a sequel to this or that." And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> but, There's something you could do with the title screen, and or maybe do, do the Konami code, and the title screen changes to the original one. I you should try that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> do it now. I'm, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> doing it right now is what I'm going to speak. Uh, next one, a couple of short ones here. At Sergeant Flowers says, "Thanks for the call out. His day just got better. You're welcome." Uh, at the noise uh, that he's just subscribed to us and can't wait to listen. Um, I think he was a friend of Seren actually, who started listening for Seren. Okay, cool. So maybe we should thank thank Seren for the extra yeah, listening. Yeah. And uh, Minoru said, uh, just played a few matches of Splatoon with Johnny Metz. Um, the maps were new to me, but he did a decent job. He thinks. I guess <laughs> Johnny did. A, I guess Johnny did a terrible job. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I think I asked him. Uh, so are you playing games? Are you back? Are you back from the dead? And he said, well, these days he's been into research, more into research into linguistics uh, mm. at the expense of playing games. So mm. I guess he's still super busy, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to end with that one because, um, you know, obviously uh, Minoru playing games with Johnny and this uh, this uh, last episode of RFN, or maybe a couple of episodes ago by now, uh, depending on when this goes out, was uh, Johnny's final RFN episode, mm -hmm. which was, uh, yeah, it was very a touching tribute at the end. Mm -hmm. And it was still kind of crazy to think he's not going to be on. I know. <laughs> it's kind of, I can't really imagine RFN without him. But um, at the same time, it is cool to have Greg uh, coming back. I think that's um, definitely uh, sweetened the whole deal a little bit. Yeah. Uh, having Greg come back and at the same time. But yeah. I just wanted to say to Johnny, if he's listening, I think he listens. He often mentions us, and he, he often gave us great shout-outs at the end of oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. our fan, which we do appreciate. And, um, Definitely. Uh, I hope that he knows that we appreciated all of those um, shout-outs. You know, ever since we split the um, the RSS feeds and we became our own, you know, our own thing, you know, uh, making sure that people followed us 
you know, from that split from RFN. Mm -hmm. And uh, but yeah, always giving us uh, good shout outs and uh, yeah, just uh, a great voice to listen to on Nintendo podcasts. And, you know, yeah. it's always good to hear people of intelligence talk about Nintendo and uh, he'll definitely be missed. And uh, we hope he keeps listening to us as well as RFN. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, geez, man, like, it, seriously, if it wasn't for RFN, I wouldn't be here today because, what, actually almost exactly five years ago, I first moved back here to Japan, got back to where the city where, the city where I'm at now, and I was just extremely bored. <laughs> and I was just trying to try to, I was like, man, I was just looking, just kind of getting into podcasts and stuff, and I was thinking of, like, okay, let's just go to iTunes and just type Nintendo. And it was one of the <laughs> first ones that kind of popped up, you know, Radio Free Nintendo, and I started listening, and they are talking about Lindemann Syndrome, where <laughs> you know, buy all the games and never play them and stuff. And, you know, from, you're like, I can, I can relate to that. Yeah, exactly. I was like, hey, I, I get this. This is kind of me, not to that extent, but, you know, bad enough. But, yeah, no, I, I yeah, just hearing that Johnny, because I, I kind of... I got behind podcasts when I was back in America, so I listened to, like, three episodes of RFN, like, yesterday or two days ago or something, and basically got all caught up. But, yeah, it, it sucks, you know, to see, you know, for somebody that's been in your ears for, like, the past five years, and now is not going to be there, you know, every week, just maybe every once in a while. That, that sucks, but, um, yeah. um, you know, it, yeah. <laughs> in, in, in case it isn't. You know, incredibly obvious. You know, the Famicast wouldn't have started without RFN because oh, yeah. the format is basically RFN, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like new business and everything. I mean, Famicast has you know slowly tried to evolve in its own thing, but you know, it initially started off as basically RFN Japan edition. Right. So <laughs> that was my whole thinking behind it. So sure. Um, and you know, and being able to you know listen to Johnny and you know, try and emulate what he was he was doing with RFN, you know, and do yep. my own thing. And here we are, four years later. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. I guess, Ty, you've probably known Johnny longer than anybody. Known oh, me, yeah. Right? Yeah. Rip in peace. <laughs> Space <laughs> nerd Johnny Metz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope he comes back to connectivity. I always like hearing his space talk. Oh god, learning, yeah. about, learning about space. <laughs> yeah, it's fascinating. I wanted to tell me about the lizard people under Los Angeles, but that's not in outer space. So <laughs> that's for a different podcast. Yeah. Cool. And then, uh, Danny, I guess you want to uh, wrap up with something that I. Well, actually, no. Should I have done it last episode? I guess no. No, 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 no. Because actually, I just decided this before, <laughs> before the episode. <laughs> um, and so, you know, back in the last episode I was on, um, you know, we had a contest to win a Wii Fit Trainer Amiibo. And we mm. had thousands of people send in emails. Okay, now that's that amazing. <laughs> amazing amount of people desperate for a Wii Fit Trainer. <laughs> Quite a few people sent in emails, so. Um, I, I numbered you all and then did a random number generator and decided the, the victor that away. And uh, this time I, around... I deleted all the people I didn't like. <laughs> Basically, that's it. That's my random number generator, James being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we, we have a winner, and I'm going to be sending this out here pretty soon. And the winner is Mr. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a Mr. Uh, Mr. Mark Droney. 
And uh, congratulations, the winner is you. And hopefully by the end of August, you will have your Amiibo. Maybe you should send the package by drone. The... <laughs> Hello? Is this thing on? Hello? <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I want to thank everybody that entered the contest and stuff. Uh, it, yeah, I was really happy to see that some people were interested in uh, getting this thing and were listening. So <laughs> that's always good. To, good, good ne- to, next competition, you know. people have to write iTunes reviews. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> that's the only way that people are ever going to write them. Yes. <laughs> How about James? You go ahead and just get us out of here for today. Um, you mean Twitter? Everything, yeah. Everything. <laughs> okay. Well, you can just follow. Just do it, ma'am. You can follow Danny at uh, Dathaniel. <laughs> uh, you can follow me at Family Complicated, and you can follow Ty at uh, catdrugs.com slash trolltweets.net. XXX, something like that, right? Yes. Sounds about right. Yep. There you go. Thank you for listening, and <laughs> until next episode, which will be a live episode next. Yep. Time to grow out. Peace.